Alright, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. This is August 27, 2020 and week 82. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions of them to, of them to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, we appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out to listen to what us says the lord and i don't have anything to announce no nothing like that so as you can see from the title we'll be talking about the secret finally revealed and all the time god has trying to show us something i mean if you look at the world today all of the natural disasters there's nothing but god trying to get our attention trying to show us something in one place in the scripture he said he's going to shake up the world and if we look at what's going on today we, it's, it's definitely been shaken up. You know, I get on social media and I see some posts, you know, talking about current events. And I look in the comment section and we as a people are so divided and so angry at each other. And we, we all need to come together. It's very tough times that uh, we're going through. So God is always trying to tell us something. But the big question is, are we going to take heed? A great preacher said, if you do it like he says, it'll come out like he says. And if you don't do it like he says, it'll still come out like he said, but you're going to be on the wrong side. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. As always, before we start with the study, we like to say a prayer. If you guys are at a place where you can and will bow your heads with us, we encourage you to do so. Heavenly Father, thank you for this chance thank you for this time that you've given us this time that you freed us to look at your word to grow closer to you to study to find out just who you are and just what you're asking for from us so lord first and foremost we say thank you but we're also praying that you would just continue to be that light that shines in us through us lord we already as we already mentioned lord you know the natural disasters the uh, all of the heartaches, all of the situations that are going on in the world that we're faith that we're uh, surrounded by, and Lord, we're praying that you would just keep your hands on us, keep your protection, keep your uh, arms wrapped around us, because Lord, we need you more than we ever have in our lives. So, Lord, we're praying all of these many blessings. We're praying, Lord, that no matter what goes on in our everyday life, that we would continue to remember that there is joy in the midst of every storm lord help these words to not just be words help these words to have meaning in our lives help these words to truly resonate within us help these words to be who we are and not just things we say not just things we read help these things to be true help us to be true so lord we're praying these many blessings we're praying for the people that will tune in and those that have tuned in already lord we're praying that you would just continue to be in their midst Continue to open their eyes. Continue to open their ears. But we're praying all these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're talking about the secret finally revealed. Um, as Melvin was talking earlier, he said something really good. We're divided as people. We are so divided. But tonight I wanted to look at someone who can bring us together. Someone who he prayed that we would all be one that was the prayer that we would come together we would no longer be divided 
We know Jesus told us a kingdom divided against itself, it can't stand. So for us to be the human race, we should all be together. I know it's not going to happen, but we should all be together because that's the purpose that God gave us to love one another. We can't be divided and still love. We have to come together. We have to work together in order to love one another. He told us love worketh no ill. We can't we can't be evil to each other and say we love each other. But tonight we're going to move to the book of Matthew chapter 13. I won't talk too long before we start getting into some, into some scripture because there's really a lot of places that I want to look at and I know we won't be able to look at them all because we have been uh, placed under the schoolmaster of time. God put us under time. We seen him uh, create the world in time. And so we're limited to time ourselves. So we're going to pick up Matthew chapter 13 and we'll start at verse 34 here. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables. Now, Jesus spake in parables. These stories that uh, seem to be made up, but they have so much meaning behind them. They seem like people who aren't real, but they're talking about real people. Jesus spake to the multitudes, all the people that came out of the woodworks. So many times we say people that came from the highways, people that came from the countryside, just because they heard about the miracles that Jesus was doing. They came from everywhere. And when these people came, he spoke to them in parables. Now, parables. They're a little harder to understand. Than speaking plainly. They're harder to understand. So he said he spoke to them in parables. All right. And without a parable, spake he not unto them. That's the only way he talked to them. Mm -hmm. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, mm -hmm. saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. This is what we're talking about. Things that were kept secret from the foundation of the world. That has to be a precious secret for it to be hidden for this long. You know, when you find out, <laughs> when we find out a secret, we're just dying to tell somebody. <laughs> There's no way we can hold it in. We say, boy, I got something good to tell you. Wait till I get back. <laughs> just wait till I see you again, because I got some good stuff to tell you. You won't believe this. Extra, extra, read all about it. We we love to tell a secret. We'll pay somebody to find out secrets about someone else. We'll pay. TMZ would love to pay you <laughs> to find out secrets about someone. But God has had secrets since the foundation of the world. And he wants to reveal them to us. He's not even going to charge you a dime. He's not going to charge you. He, he doesn't want the money. He's not looking for money. 
He's looking for someone who's truly willing to live for him. That's what he's looking for. So we're talking about secrets. The secret kept from the foundation of the world. I want to go back because we've seen God keep secrets since the beginning. I want to go back quickly. I won't spend a whole lot of time here, but in the book of Exodus, um, chapter 3 we know we read this time and time again God kept a secret from Moses even in the beginning chapter 3 and verse 13 we know God spoke to Moses out of the burning bush pick up verse 13 here and Moses said unto God mm -hmm. behold when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them mm -hmm. the God of your fathers hath sent me unto you and they shall say to me, what is his name? Mm -hmm. What shall I say unto them? Moses asked them. God had already told Moses he was going to send him down into Egypt to deliver the children of Israel. And Moses said, God, when I get down there, these people are going to get curious. They're going to want to know what is this guy's name? Because all the other guys have names. They're going to want to know what is his name. Uh-huh. And God said unto Moses, mm -hmm. I am that I am. He didn't tell him the name. He said, I am that I am. He, he didn't tell him the name, though. He did not reveal what his name was. It was a secret. It was a mystery. It was a mystery that was hidden from the foundation of the world. It's the name. God said, tell them I am that I am. Uh-huh. Thus, and he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. He said, just tell them I am sent you. That's all they need to know. The God that can do anything he wants to do. The God who is whatever he wants to be. That's all you need to tell him. Don't worry about what my name is. Tell him I'm everything they need though. This was hidden. I want to go somewhere else. Um, let's pick up the book of Judges. Actually, let, let's pick up Genesis 32 while we're already in Genesis. Genesis 32 and we'll pick up verse 28. Because this happened yet again with Jacob. We read this story before. We know Jacob wrestled with the angel of the Lord all night. Mm-hmm. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Now, this is after Jacob have had persisted and fought with this angel. Continued to fight with the angel of the Lord and held on. Only until <laughs> the angel touched his thigh and knocked his thigh out of joint. He had to let go then. 
he had to let go. Praise the Lord, sister. <laughs> Praise the Lord, sister Rosa. Thank God. Glad you could tune in with us. Yes. So. We see here, Jacob was curious about the name. So God asked him, go up to 27 first. And he said unto him, mm -hmm. what is thy name? Mm -hmm. And he said, Jacob. Now, the Lord asked him first. He said, what is your name? You know, whenever somebody asks you, what's your name? You tell them, and they always told you back. <laughs> People tell you their name back. So we find God asked him first. And Jacob responds his name. He said, I'm Jacob. Uh-huh. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, mm -hmm. but Israel. God changes his name from Jacob to Israel. Mm-hmm. For as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. God recognized Jacob. He was real. He was serious. He was dedicated. He truly wanted to do God's will. He wanted to be blessed. God recognized that. So he changed his name to Israel. Uh-huh. And Jacob asked him. But Jacob had a question himself. Because this is the same thing we do. We're just like Jacob. When someone asks you for your name. You tell them and you say, and you question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Jacob asked him and said, mm -hmm. tell me, I pray thee, thy name. He said, look, I want to know what your name is. The same question Moses had. Same question. He said, I want to know what your name is, though. Mm-hmm. And he said. Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? He wouldn't tell him. <laughs> he said, what are you asking my name for? Why are you asking for my name? Somebody here ought to want to know the name of the Lord. I know we know Jehovah. I, I know we know uh, Yahweh. I, I know we know all of those names. But there is a name that God was continuing to hide from us. There was a name. There was a secret that he was keeping from us. It was hidden from the foundation of the world. And so we continue to find people ask, what is your name? And he said, what are you asking for? He said, he told Moses, he said, I am that I am. That's, that's what you need to know. I can do all things. I can do anything. So we continue to find this same pattern. There's nothing new under the sun. We continue to find the same pattern all throughout the Old Testament. Where the secret was hidden. Just as Jesus spoke in parables. Just as he spoke in parables, things were hidden in the Old Testament as well. All right. So let's move to the book of Judges. 
chapter 13 and let's pick it up at two we got we have a little reading here but i like to truly go through a lot of scriptures when i study uh because i know for some people we have a short attention span you don't <laughs> you don't feel like reading all of these things but but i like to really get down to uh the, the essence of the scripture i like to really show everything that i'm talking about i know we won't be able to fully get to all of these things but i want to get the whole story here because somebody is going to be looking at this one day somebody's going to need this so judges chapter 13 and verse 2 and there was a certain man of zorah of the mm -hmm. family of the Danites, mm -hmm. whose name was manoah mm -hmm. and his wife was barren and bare not certain man his wife had no child. They had no child. Couldn't have a child. Until God stepped in. The I am that I am. Until he stepped in. He said, I can do whatever you need. You need me to be a doctor. I can do that. You need healing. I can do that. You need a comforter. I can do that. You need a savior. I can do that. I am that I am. This is the one that we're reading about. Go ahead, Mel. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman. The angel of the Lord, the same one that appeared to Moses, the same one that appeared to Jacob, the same one that appeared to Isaac, the same one who continued to appear. He appeared to Gideon. It's the same one. It's the same one. Uh-huh. Behold now, thou art barren, and bearest not. Mm -hmm. But thou shalt conceive and bear a son. He's going to perform a surgery. <laughs> he said, I'm going to perform a miracle here. You're going to have a child, a son. Mm -hmm. Now, therefore, beware, I pray thee, mm -hmm. and drink not wine nor strong drink, mm -hmm. and eat not any unclean thing. Mm -hmm. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, mm -hmm. and no razor shall come on his head. Now, we know who that is. <laughs> We know who that is, a miracle child. Strongest man to ever live. Uh-huh. But the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. Mm -hmm. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Mm-hmm. Then the woman came and told her husband. Now, she was alone when the angel of the Lord appeared to her. And now she's going to tell her husband this story. She couldn't keep that to herself. <laughs> of course she couldn't. Why would she? Uh-huh. Again, then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. Mm -hmm. Very terrible. Very terrible. The great and <laughs> the great and terrible God. He's both. We find him all through scripture, the same one. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. It's the same one God continuing to pop up all over scripture. The secret finally revealing himself. Go ahead. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told he me neither told he me his name. Now she didn't ask. She <laughs> she didn't ask for the name. 
he was terrible. I'm sure she was afraid. I'm sure this caught her off guard. Would have caught me off guard. <laughs> but she said, I didn't ask for his name. Her husband probably asked her, what was his name? I don't know, but I know that's something I would do. I would say, what was his name? You say you talked to some, you talked to somebody. What was his name though? She said, I didn't ask and he didn't tell me. All right. But he said unto me, behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Mm -hmm. And now drink no wine nor strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing. Mm -hmm. but, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. All right. Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O oh my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst sin come again unto us mm -hmm. and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. He said, look, let him come again. I want to find out some things about what he told my wife about this child. I want to make sure. And he also had asking him that same question. What was his name? He had that in mind. He said, I want to know who this is. I want to know what they're talking about because we've tried to have a child and we couldn't. But the great I am has appeared. Go ahead. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah, mm -hmm. and the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. Mm -hmm. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. He wasn't there. Uh -huh. And the woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man that hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. Mm -hmm. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said unto him, Art thou the man that speaketh? Unto the woman, he said, "You are you the same one? It's only one God." He said, "Are you the same one? I want to know who it was that my wife talked to. I need to speak to that man." Uh huh. And he said, "I am." He said, "I am. I am that I am. I hear the <laughs> I hear the voice of Jesus when they came to ask him." If he was Jesus of Nazareth, if he was the son of God, he said, I am he. He said, I am. The same one all over the Bible. So. He asked, he said, are you the same person that she talked to? He said, I am. All right. And Manoah said, now let thy words come to pass. How shall we order the child and how shall we do unto him? What should we do? This man wants to follow what God said. He didn't say, oh, no, that's not going to happen. We already tried. I know <laughs> we have the wrong attitude so often when God tells us he's going to do something miraculous in our lives. We say, God, well, time and time again, I tried to do X, Y and Z and it didn't work. He's not asking you about what you tried to do before. He's telling you what he's going to do in your life. God wants to do some spectacular things. He said, I am that I am. He can do all of these things. All we have to do is have the right attitude, have the right mindset. 
and then we'll see the power of the Lord. We we're not going to see it if all we do is doubt him and say, God, you can't do that. <laughs> I already know he can't do this. He said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything? So. Manoah is trying to get some information because he's he wants to do what God said do. All right. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware. Mm -hmm. She may not eat of anything that cometh of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, mm -hmm. nor eat any unclean thing. All that I commanded her, let her observe. All right. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee until we shall have made ready a kid for thee. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, though thou detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. Mm -hmm. And if thou would offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. Now he didn't know. He didn't recognize who he was talking to. He didn't recognize who he was talking to. Pick up that next verse. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name? Same question. We did all of that reading to come down to the same question. He said, what is thy name? What is your name? He didn't recognize who he was talking to, though. This was a secret. Uh-huh. That when thy sayings come to pass, we may do the honor. He said, look, we want to give all the glory to you. Glory be to God. He said, we want to give all the glory to you. When what you said comes to pass. I just want to know who to give this glory to. Who should I tell did this miracle for me? Who should I who should I spread to all of my friends? What name should I tell my neighbors? What name should I declare to my enemies? What name should I declare from the mountaintops in the bottom of the valley? What name should I tell them? Because when God does something for you and you know it was him. I don't know how you can't give him the glory and honor for it. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can. Somebody out there does it, though. I know somebody does. Because we've seen that happen with the lepers. Only one of them came back. To give thanks. To give the credit where it was due. Not everybody's going to do it. But this man, Manoah, had the right mind. He said, look, tell me what your name is. But it doesn't matter what he said. <laughs> it didn't matter what he said. The reason was that he wanted to know the name. It wasn't going to work because it was a secret. It was not the time yet for the name to be revealed. See, God deals with time. He created he created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. Because of time. He didn't he didn't create things on the first day that were set to be created on the second day. He didn't do it. He could have. If he wanted to, if he chose to. But he stuck to the plan. 
he did things according to time. So right now, Manoah is asking questions. And I know what he said. There was nothing wrong with what he said. He said, look, I want to give glory to you. I want to give the praise and honor. I want to give you what you you are due. It was nothing wrong with that. Sounds like flattery to me. It sounds like he had a sincere heart to me. But it still was not the time. Go ahead, Melvin. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, mm -hmm. Why askest thou thus after my name, mm -hmm. seeing it is a secret? Why are you asking this? Is that not the same thing that we found when he talked to Jacob? He said, Why are you asking this? It's a secret. Have nobody recognized it yet? It's a secret. I know he didn't say that part. That was me. But it's a secret. The secret hidden from the foundation of the world. So many have questioned. So many have wondered. What is the name? And you know. So often. When you have some information. When you have something that someone else needs to know. They might ask you. And you know what happens when you give them the answer? They don't want to take it. <laughs> they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. You know, how many times have you been in school? Because I, I know at one point or another, majority or all of us, or at least majority, have been in some form of school or schooling. And you ask somebody, what's the answer to this? Or somebody asked you, what's the answer to this? And when they told you, or when you told them, excuse me, they said, no, it ain't. <laughs> that ain't the answer. How is it that we do this? You know, that's what happened with Jesus. This name. So many people have asked for the name of the Lord throughout generations, throughout time. And when the fullness of time was come, when it was time for the name to be revealed, of the one true God, the Son of God, God Almighty, God in the flesh, God manifest, God revealed to us. He said, I'm Jesus. And somebody said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. That's the same thing we did. The same thing someone else did when they asked us for an answer. And when you tell them, they said, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Somebody say, is it raining outside? You tell them, yeah. They say, it's not raining out there. They hadn't even checked. They haven't even looked out there. They say, they say, is it going to rain today? And you tell them, yes. They said, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. How do we reject things that we have never looked into? So I want to move now. Because we see the name was not revealed in the Old Testament. Only until we come to the New Testament will we find the name revealed. I want to go up, uh, pick up Revelation 1 and 1 first. 
But I believe I want to pick up Paul or I don't know. There's so many options. <laughs> so many, so many places we could go, but I want to pick up Revelations one and one first. The revelation the, of Jesus Christ. The revelation. That's the revealing of a secret. That's all that means. A revelation is the unveiling, pulling the curse back. The revelation of Jesus Christ. He finally gave us the name. It took all the way down to the New Testament. This is the last book in the Bible. The 66th book. And it begins by giving us what we've been searching for since the foundation of the world, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the only reason I came there. Let's go back. Um, I really wanted to go. We'll see how much time we have. I run all over the place. <laughs> Let's uh let's actually pick up Acts nine. Acts nine and we'll start with verse one here. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest mm -hmm. and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues. Now we know Saul was a man who was fighting the name of Jesus. He later became Paul and wrote majority of the New Testament. But before he became that person, we're looking at his uh, conversion. We're about to see who he was first. He was first Saul. He was first fighting the name that had been revealed. He, he didn't want to accept the name. Like I said earlier, we we reject the answer. It's certain answers we just don't want to be true. Saul was rejecting it. So he's asking for letters to persecute anyone calling on that name, calling on the name that had been revealed, the secret that's finally been revealed. Go ahead, Mel. That if he found any of this way, Anybody calling on that name, teaching in that name, giving glory and honor what Manoah wanted to do. He wanted to give glory and honor to the name of Jesus Christ. He wanted to do it. So now Saul finds himself in this moment having this chance and he's rejecting. He wouldn't stay that way, though. We've all rejected him at one point or another. That doesn't mean you have to stay that way, though. Go ahead, Melvin. Again, that if he found any of this way, whether mm -hmm. they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto mm -hmm. Jerusalem. There was no discrimination. Men, women, boy or girl. Uh-huh. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly. And suddenly. And suddenly. God does things in a hurry. I know it seems like it takes him a long time sometimes. But when he moves, he moves. And suddenly he does things according to the time. He waited for this moment. God does things perfectly 
I mean, he does things so perfectly. There's, there's no movie that could have better timing than this. There's no acting. There's no song that could have better timing than God. Everything's on the, according to the right time. So, and suddenly, uh-huh. There shone around about him a light from heaven. Now, this came from heaven. This light came from heaven. Uh-huh. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him. Heard a voice. He fell to the earth and heard a voice. Uh-huh. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And a, a voice from heaven calls and wants to know, why are you fighting against me? Why have you rejected the secret that has been revealed? What's the problem? All right. And he said, who art thou, Lord? Who art thou? What is thy name? I want to know who you are. Who are you? This is the same question we've seen time and time again. But it was a secret then. It's no longer a secret. It's now time for it all to be revealed. Glory to God. I thank God for this. I thank God that it's no longer a secret that's been hidden. I thank God for this. So he said, who art thou, Lord? He's talking to God Almighty. He's in heaven calling down. He heard a voice and he said, who art thou, Lord? Uh-huh. And the Lord said, mm -hmm. I am Jesus. I am Jesus. I am Jesus. Now we know when Manoah asked the man, he said, are you the same one? He said, I am. He didn't say the name though. He left off the name. Here we find Jesus. He said, I am Jesus. He, he told us the secret is now revealed. Is no longer hidden. We all have an opportunity to know who the one true God is. It's only one. It's only one. I really wanted to get to, uh, let's get this last place. I really wanted to get to Philippians. I know we run all over the place, but I enjoy tying all these things together. And I don't have to do it, but I do it for your sake. I can just get one verse or two and sit and explain the whole time. But I like for people to see these things. Because it's going to take God to reveal these things to you. But I know. He continues to keep his promises. He'll reveal them. If you thirst after righteousness, you'll be filled. So Philippians chapter two. And let's pick up, let's pick up verse five here, because we ought to know what the name is. See, David told us, if you go all the way back and pick up David before he fought Goliath, he told Goliath, he said, look, I've come in the name of the Lord. He said he came in the name and picked up five smooth stones. 
I'm choosing to believe that was the name of Jesus. The same name that's been revealed. Because we find in another place, Jesus was the stone that the builders refused. We still refusing that stone today. We still refuse the name of Jesus. We still refuse it. But somebody out there is going to accept that he is the only wise God. Go ahead, Melvin. Let this mind be in you, mm-hmm. which was also in Christ Jesus. The same mind that was in Jesus. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. This is the name. This is who it's all about. There's a reason. There is a reason. God wanted to reveal this name to us. Because it's important. Uh-huh. Who being in the form of God. He was in the form of God. He was in the form of God. What did we think the angels were? Those angels, the angel of the Lord that we just continue to read about. They were in the form of the Lord. Same thing. They were in the form of the Lord. Same thing Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God because he was God. It was no robbery at all. How can you rob your own things? It's like me having my own store and I go in and take a Kit Kat. I didn't rob myself. It's mine. <laughs> you can have your own things. He didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God, to be called God and manifest in the flesh. He was God. There is no other God. This is the secret that needs to be revealed. Somebody needs to hear these things. There's a reason the disciples baptized in the name of Jesus. They recognized who he was. They understood who the name is. Uh-huh. But made himself of no reputation. He was humble. Made himself of no reputation. This is God's doing. See, a man, a pure man by himself, we make ourselves a big reputation. <laughs> we want everybody to look up to us. I'm the big dog. <laughs> this is this is not man's doing here. He made of himself no reputation because he had all the reputation there is to have. He had it, but he made himself of none. He took the reputation away. Mm hmm. And took upon him the form of a servant. He was a servant. That This is so powerful if we recognize the mystery behind it. This is a mystery. But Jesus told his disciples, he said, it's given to you to know the mystery. It's given. God wants us to know. The only reason they didn't know in the Old Testament was because it was not yet time. Everything happens according to the time. Everything. It's all according to God's timing. So he made of himself no reputation, took on the, f- the form of a servant. Uh-huh. And was made in the likeness of men. He wasn't a man, but he was made into one because God can do all things. He made himself into a man. He wasn't a man. God is a spirit. 
No man has seen God at any time. God is a spirit. The, the scripture says he made himself a man. Mm-hmm. And being found in fashion as a man, mm -hmm. he humbled himself. Humility. Humility is such a beautiful thing to see someone with a humble mind. If God himself could humble himself, why can't we? What is our issue? He did all these things so we wouldn't have an excuse. That's the reason he did it. Go ahead, Mel. And became obedient unto death. Mm -hmm. Even the death of the cross. Even the death of the cross, all right. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. Mm -hmm. And given him a name. Given him a name. He had a name. This is what it's been about since the beginning of time. That name. Uh-huh. Which is above every name. Above every name. This is the name that was hidden from the foundation of the world. This is a special name. This is a precious name. This name is above every name. If it wasn't the name of God, you tell me what it was. You tell me what it is. If Jesus is not the name of the Lord Almighty. Because how can Jesus' name be above every other name if he's not God alone? That means his name is more important than God. But you say God is not Jesus. We got to get it straight. His name is above every name. Jesus told us all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power. There's so much power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus does things. <laughs> At the name of Jesus, we see strongholds broken. We see burdens lifted. There's a reason. Even those people who say, I don't even believe in God. You ever notice the name that they continually call? Jesus. <laughs> They're always calling the name of Jesus. They say, I, I don't believe in God, though. Jesus Christ. Every time something happens, they still have to they still have to call. They still call the name of Jesus. They say, I don't believe in God, though. But every time something bad happens, I know who they call. I've heard it happen. I've seen it happen. They can't let go of that name. How can you? When it's the name above every name. This name is exalted. There's a reason because his name was hidden for so long. So now that it's here, we have to give respect to it. We have to reverence the name of Jesus. Because this is the reason why. Go ahead, Mel. That at that name mm -hmm. of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every single knee should bow. If there is another God, his knee got to bow too to the name of Jesus. Because every knee is going to have to bow. Mm -hmm. Of things in heaven and things in earth mm -hmm. and things under the earth. Mm -hmm. now, the earth. Now, he said every knee. Now, these are going to be knees in heaven. If it's another God up there, he better bow too. He better bow. If he's in earth, he better bow. If he's under the earth, no matter where he is, if you declare that there's another... He better bow 
because this is a powerful name. Uh-huh. That at the name, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that every tongue Every confess. tongue has to confess. Uh-huh. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue's got to confess, and this is why. To the glory of God the Father. Now, what did Manoah said he wanted to give? <laughs> He wanted to give the glory and honor. He wanted to give praise to the name. Glory be to God. He said, I, I want to know who it is that I can give the credit to. And so long down the line, so many generations down the line, Paul told us, he said, look, give it, give the glory, give the credit, give all the honor, give all the praise. To the name of Jesus. The secret has been revealed. It's here. We don't have to wait any longer. The time is now. The time is right. To bow down to the name of Jesus. To confess the name of Jesus. That he is the Lord of Lord. He is the one that was dead. And now he's alive forevermore. There's a reason. It's the name that the blood was shed for shed in the name of Jesus. So I thank God for the name of Jesus. Because. It means something, it has to mean something. For God to keep this secret. From the foundation of the world and to now finally reveal it. We should recognize. We have something that so many people we read about, they didn't have. The scripture tells us they could not be made perfect without us. <laughs> the name had to be revealed to us. So I thank God for it. I thank God for the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God for what he did for us. How he was wounded for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And he did it all for the joy that was set before him. He was happy to do these things for us. He was happy to die in our stead. I thank God that he came to reveal that name. Because God only himself knew the name. That's why he continued to ask. He said, why are you asking me these things? Nobody else knew. Only God could come and reveal his name to us. Emmanuel. <laughs> God with us. Coming down to reveal things that were hidden. Because nobody else. They searched everywhere. Nobody could tell this name. They searched in heaven. They searched on in the earth. They searched under the earth. I know somebody wanted to go up to space. You can search every galaxy you want. You won't find it. God himself has to do it. So I thank God tonight for the name, the name of Jesus that has re has been revealed so i'm gonna turn it back over to melvin now i've had enough talking <laughs> <laughs> yes I, uh, I definitely thank god for the name i thank god for jesus and i'm just appreciative of everything um 
I used to have such a huge problem with um, complaining that even the slightest inconveniences, which I'm sure we we've all had some point of our lives where we've done that. And now I just sit back and, you know, I thank God for my sight. I thank mm-hmm. God for my hearing. I thank God that I'm able to breathe on my own, that Hallelujah. I can walk, that I have two ears and two eyes and, and can talk. And so because a lot of people don't have those abilities and they don't complain one bit. But look at us. We're perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. And we and we complain at the slightest inconvenience. So I thank God, not only for the name, but for everything that he's done. I thank God for the, the precious opportunity at salvation due to what Jesus did on, on Calvary 2,000 years ago. I thank him for that. And I'm just overall grateful, even through these times, these perilous times, we are definitely living in the last days. Paul said way back in the Bible days, <laughs> it's high time for us to wake awake out of our sleep. God could come back at any time. And he said this back then. So how much more serious is it now? I mean, just look at how we have to live our daily lives now. I mean, I never would have thought I would have to wear a mask going into stores or going on my job. Just yesterday and even today, we have boycotts of um, sports, starting with basketball. Then I believe it was baseball and hockey. I'm not too sure about hockey, but it spanned across multiple sports. I mean, I never would have imagined a time like this. So if there was any more important time that we need to listen to God, it's right now. Because he, he's shaking the earth, the trembling of the earth. It, it, it's shaking for real. All the murders, all the stealing, all of the, even persecutions with, with our mouth. I've never seen open hatred, racism, se- discrimination like I like I'm seeing right now so we all need to take heed to what the Lord is saying because he's saying a whole bunch of things that we're completely oblivious to and it's right in the Bible it's just written in code it's gonna take a preacher and that's what that's what Tony does day in and day out he does a whole bunch of reading and a lot of reading all to help God's people and those same very people are fighting against it. Like Tony said earlier, they ask a question and then you give them the answer. Then they, they don't they don't accept it. Paul said, have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Well, that might have been in Peter. I could be mistaken. Jeremy says all the wicked things crawling on the earth. That That's definitely true. All, all definitely wicked people, evil hearts. That's definitely what the the world has come to. And that's how the, how it was at the beginning of time. There is no, there is nothing new under the sun. God made men and, he, and men got so wicked. He repented and he had to destroy the world with water. That was the flood. And he told the man Noah to tell the people that it's going to rain. And he preached for over a hundred years and only seven other people listened. As soon as it started thundering, as soon as it started lightning, people were trying to knock on the door to the ark, but it was too late. 
And I don't say these things to scare people, but it's just motivation to see what God is trying to tell all of us, see what God has for us to do. Because that's what we should definitely be praying for. Let, let us lay aside my will. That's what, we play, that's what we pray for and what we call the Father's Prayer. Sister Rosie said the Holy Bible is right. That's right. Book of Life. But we say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will. We're saying your will. Your will, God, be done on earth. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But our actions don't back it up. Because we, we pray that people be sent to hell every day. And the scripture says it's not God's will that any should perish. So why are we wishing for people to perish? I see it all the time, every single day. I hope they burn in hell for what they did. But what about the stuff that we have done? Every sin that we commit, we're deserving of hellfire. But we don't say that about ourselves. So why are we wishing mm -hmm. it on others? And I'm not saying like what the other person did was right. What I'm saying, we shouldn't be wishing hellfire on them. And as I brought up many times about the young lady, the young cop that went into the young man's apartment thinking it was hers and ended up shooting and killing him. And the young man's brother said, I forgive him. I forgive her. And then you have people say, I never would have forgiven her. Uh -uh. I'm going to take that to the grave with me. Never. <laughs> the guy said, we don't forgive. He won't forgive us. So we need to wake up. We need to see what we're doing to ourselves, how we are portraying ourselves, because we pray one thing. But our actions and our hearts are in another place. Jesus said, you worship me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. We're fighting against Jesus and don't even know it. We picked up Paul. Well, he was Saul at the time going to persecute people, going to Damascus, had gotten letters from the high priest, the priest now. To kill people for believing on the name of Jesus. It's against God, against Jesus, didn't even know it. That's a lot of us today. A lot of us are thinking we're on our way to heaven. And we couldn't be any further away from the truth. But we just have to wake up. It's high time to wake out of our sleeps. Roger says every God's word is right. Every word, all scripture is given. From the inspiration of God. Every single word. Because a lot of people say I only believe the red writing. <laughs> but the red <laughs> writing it, it is good. But we must believe all of it. Now the secret has finally been revealed. The name is Jesus Christ. So when are we going to stop fighting against the name? We do everything. At the end of our prayers we say in Jesus name. Amen. But we don't want to get baptized in his name. Well, people, it's, it's just time to take heed to what God is saying and, and stop being oblivious. And it's definitely who you listen to because we'll go to a preacher and ask and then we'll get an answer, which is the truth, but we don't want to hear it. And so we go to somebody else with the same question. We, we keep going to different people until we get the answer that we want. So what's the point of even going to ask if we're just going to wait until we hear what we want. We're having itchy ears. But as a preacher said, when it comes to t coming to God, we look at what we have to lose instead of what we have to gain. And I can assure you the latter is great 
greatly greater than what we have to lose. We'll get it all back. But I don't really I don't have much else to say. Um thank you guys for tuning in, Sister Rosie, um Jeremy and Roger, thank you for the comments. If anybody has anything else to say now would be the time. But as always, you can comment anytime, message us anytime our inboxes are always open. And we just like to thank the people that join in on our Zoom Bible studies. Once again, those are every Monday and Wednesday at seven PM Central Standard Time. So please, if you would like to be a part of that, we definitely want you to be a part of that. Come, come ask questions, because if you have a question, I guarantee you other people will have the same question. So I'm going to end it there. Um, we hope you guys are staying safe and staying, staying praying. Um, scripture says we should always pray and not faint. We should definitely know what to pray for, though. Because we're living in very, very perilous times. I mean, like I said earlier, I never would have imagined that we would be living in a time like we are now with so much evil in the world. But I'm going to leave it there. Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you hope everyone is all right. Uh, my prayers are definitely for those who are or are going to be or who was in the path of Hurricane Laura. I believe it's that's his name. I know I have some a um, few friends down there on the coast um, in Louisiana, so um, I'll definitely be getting in contact with them, seeing if everything is all right. Because I heard it was pretty bad, or it is pretty bad. I haven't been following it that much very recently, but I know when it made landfall, it was like a Category Four or something. So hopefully, prayerfully, everyone who's in the path is doing all right. And the storm is temporary, but God is eternal. So again, I'm going to leave it there. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimony. Count it all joy. There is always reason to be joyful in the midst of every storm. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys be blessed. Stay safe out there. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks, who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always. Music